Andy, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Just uh, working, living the dream, right? Living the dream. Having loads of phone calls, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. The last few days, yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty busy. It's been, right. been pretty crazy. So definitely that, nothing to complain can, about. Did that catch you unexpectedly? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely expected, you know, some interest, you know, I know obviously, uh, you know, Rob's pretty esteemed. So I figured, you know, it'd peak some eyebrows, but I definitely uh, was a little inundated. I wasn't expecting so many people to reach out. Um, which, you know, again, I'm not complaining. So, yeah. What's really interesting about that. You created that marketplace ad in, um, the forum, the fast lane forum, not, not loads of people replied to the actual ad that you created, but you yeah. left your email address in it, so obviously loads of people just emailed you. I think that's quite that's yeah. quite interesting. That why are they too shy to comment on it or anything? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and it, it's kind of funny because I think originally too, um, you know, I didn't realize that I kind of did that, and then looking back on it, I was like, man, I wonder if that's almost a a better way to do it. You know, to some extent, having engagement on the thread, I think, is really good. Um, but it was also, you know, it didn't get too clouded or anything. So you know, when people go there, they can. Uh, you know, it's still pretty concise. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll do it differently next time around. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's just interesting observing stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, okay, so I'm I'm actually just really well, just quite interested in ch- chatting to you anyway about what you're doing because it is interesting. Full stop. That you're you've been generating leads for people like Rob, who's a web developer designer. Um, so yeah. you put him in touch or put people in touch with him and then he closes them or he talks to them and converts them into a sale. And that's all you're, all, I say all <laughs> in air quotes, all you're doing is you're, you're actually putting pre-qualified leads um, in touch with him and then leaving it up to him to close them. And then, I, I don't know, is it, is it, are you then getting a percentage of a sale if he actually closes or is he or- yeah so yeah so that's kind of how we were doing it originally obviously um you know rob wanted to still kind of have control um you know so when, when he set out when he was advertising he was looking for salespeople. you know that was kind of his his take on it was he was like look i just need warm leads um and certainly right now in the beginning that's definitely what we're doing um yeah obviously i would get a commission on a sale if we close um as time went on you know we started to work and kind of figure out the clients that we were working with, the more comfortable I got with it. Obviously I kind of moved into really pricing the jobs and, and sort of doing it. Obviously Rob is always involved, you know, cause he was the designer, yeah. um, you know, but it is my hope kind of in the future that, yeah, we can kind of offer both. Obviously right now it's pretty strictly just lead gen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's my goal that down the road we'll be able to kind of offer a more premium sort of fully packaged kind of autonomous you know, salesperson who will call on behalf of the client and, you know, not my company, Pinnacle Web Consulting, things like that. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. You got to get there first. Mm, okay. And then how did, how did you even get into this? Uh, yeah. So obviously I was on the forum, uh, lurked on the forum quite a bit for, oh, geez, probably a year, two years. Um, and was, was just always kind of looking for something. Obviously, I had a little bit of a, a weird background. I was in college. Um, I ended up actually getting diagnosed with cancer. I went through nine months of cancer treatment. So got out of college and then went back, obviously going back, you know, crazy different mindset. Your perspective is is very different. Um, ended up leaving school, going the startup route and kind of was just, you know, in that mindset, just looking for an opportunity, something to do. And 
Um, you know, Rob posted up on the forum. He was looking for for salespeople to kind of grow his business and just kind of applied and then, you know, spoke with them over the phone. And we kind of just, you know, we didn't get married right away. We sort of, uh, you know, got our toes wet and then just slowly over time built a really great relationship. And then, you know, by the end of it, obviously was talking to him every day and, you know, driving tons of leads and, and just doing everything I could to really help him and, and help grow the business. Oh, very good. Oh, I, did, I didn't even know he had created a, a marketplace ad and then you'd sort of apply to it. Yeah, very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, so, gosh, well, fair play for, uh, you know, coming out the other end of uh, cancer treatment. That couldn't have been easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, man, it, it was wild, definitely. It was crazy, but I'll tell you, I tell everybody else, if, uh, if I live to be an old man, it'll by far be the best thing that ever happened to me, just as far as, you know, getting you in the right mindset and lane and you know, things just become so clear at that point. You know, I'm very fortunate to, to be 22 years old and basically know exactly what I want to do and basically I'm doing it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I'm definitely thankful for the experience for what it's given me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, what's interesting, actually, I didn't know that you'd worked. I didn't know that's how you'd got to know Rob. Um, and it's interesting. I've so I've got like a little team that I work with, a graphic designer and a developer. And I actually met them through the forum as well. It's, it's a great place because nice. you, you can look through at people's yeah. threads and comments and you get a real good feel for their the way they think and, you know, do they say thank you yeah. or are they quite spiteful or whatever. You know, you can get a good feel for people. And then what I found, and obviously this is what's happened with you and Rob as well, you have to kind of work together for quite a while to get get the mindset of the other person you know so for me it, i was training up the graphic designer in the way i saw landing pages working for clients and then also the developer you know he you know and they're, they're both freelancers which is excellent because it means they they understand it's all about getting the result for the client rather than oh there's got yeah. you know best practices this and whatnot so they're very amenable to you know anything I bring up and say, oh, look, I've seen this happen. They're like, oh, jeepers, that's not what best practice would be, but let's try it. Oh, my goodness, it worked. You know, so, but it's been, maybe I've worked with together the graphic designer for a year, maybe the developer for a year and a half, two years. And now it would be such hard work for me to train somebody else up. And I don't mean train them up as a developer or a graphic designer, but in the way that I work. You know, yeah. so I'm, when you, well, you've said that you talked a lot or you, you had this your chat your initial chat you didn't get married and then you dipped your toes and and you learn i can imagine that that makes you a very valuable asset for the likes of rob and you know i know you've you're kind of moving on because he's moving directions potentially but that's that rings a bell with me i've like gone i've worked with a few people who potentially could be doing the sales for me or bringing me leads and it's never quite worked out anybody's fault but it's quite an interesting thing that whoever you're going to end up working with with your your business you're probably working to get a really good fit with that person as well isn't it oh yeah no i mean absolutely and that was definitely one thing that um you know i would say we were kind of fortunate i mean obviously i was like a sponge you know to an extent so i didn't really have much in the way of um you know, concerns or anything like that. 
uh, it was it was really easy for me to just kind of come on, be an open book, listen, and really sort of just mold to the way that he needed it. I didn't really have too much, uh, you know, bad habits. I mean, obviously there was a learning curve, and um, you know, that it took some time. And in the beginning, I was working a full time job. Um, you know, I was going to, to Citibank every single day, and then sitting in a cubicle, which obviously made it much more difficult. You know, I wasn't really able to prospect during the day and things like that. Um, you know, and yeah, we just, you know, kept at it and just were, were really working together. And, you know, obviously over time, it just, it turned into something where we were able to really kind of get on the same wavelength and, you know, I knew his process, he knew mine. And, and by the time, um, you know, we were getting those phone calls over, it, it was just, it was really, really smooth. The thing that was really just hindering me was, you know, again, me being 22 years old, always having worked in the kind of startup realm my professional network as far as, you know, employers and, and, you know, people that have been working at businesses for, you know, five, 10 years is, is somewhat limited. Um, you know, I have a lot of, you know, I know plenty of young kids who have jumped from this company to that company, but again, all very startup culture based. Um, and that was really just the, the difficult thing, you know, and obviously I'm hoping in the future that as I grow and, and maybe build this out a little bit more, you know, that'll change obviously, you know, will, but just takes time. So. Right, right. Jeepers, I didn't know you'd worked a cubicle. <laughs> You're a cubicle jockey for oh, a while. Yeah. Oh, man. I told you, yeah, I used, to, I used to listen. Literally, I used to listen to the SoundCloud all the time. Every day, I'd read the forum at work. I was fortunate that my job wasn't too difficult, um, so I kind of just had to show up and basically not be the worst one there, and that was kind of kind of the extent of it, um, right. you know, which I'm sure you can imagine is not, uh, not the most fun. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that um, sales-related as well? Uh, it actually wasn't. No, yeah, it was um, data entry, basically high end data entry, I guess if you'd call it that. So, just something to get the money in and the bills coming. I think that's, uh, I think that's definitely something that you know is lost on a, especially a lot of young people. I feel like you know we're living in this era now where it's like if you're not happy, you know everybody knows that it's like well everyone can be happy. So if I'm not happy, something's wrong. Right. And you know sometimes you got to sacrifice that short-term happiness to to kind of be able to get to the point where you can have the long-term happiness, and that's kind of what I was doing, you know. Gosh, very wise head on your shoulders there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah I, 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 I was I a cubicle jockey. I'd, I call it a cubicle jockey for like probably about fifteen years. Um, <laughs> you learn stuff, like you know, it wasn't all bad oh, yeah. as well. Oh. Uh, yeah. all right for the last sort of 10 years I knew it wasn't for me <laughs> I was trying to work out how to get out of it but eventually eventually did but yeah fair play to you you know 22 and you're no longer working in somebody else's business um, so you've spent a lot of time talking to people or businesses that might need a website so prospects I guess and then just recently because you created that ad in the mark in the, the forum saying like you will bring leads to web designers you're now speaking to a lot of the the other side of the market the people who are going to service those leads you'll bring yeah is that new to you have you have you spent a lot of time Um, talking to the the other robs out there i mean obviously so i have done i would say i've done a lot of kind of active observing um you know i've been in the facebook group that he has on the forum you know the last probably you know six to nine months i've been doing a lot of just kind of surveying um and yeah that's that's kind of the thing that makes what i'm doing unique obviously you know for so long i was doing it on behalf of the designer um whereas now obviously my, my customer is still the designer it's the creative agency but to the consumer to you know to the consumer facing person I'm, I'm just this consultant now who's just looking to help them, 
I mean, obviously I was always trying to position myself when I was selling, but we were still selling a product, you know, at the end of the day, it was, we were still trying to get back to the, this is our product and we'd like to sell it. Um, you know, and where it's, where it's cool now, cause I feel like I'm in this better position where I can really, I can sort of collect all these businesses, get all these people that need these services, um, and then really match them up accordingly and appropriately, obviously, because there's so many different designers with different business models and, you know, they go after different people at different price ranges. And that's kind of really my goal, um, which, which is, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I did the first part of it and worked in the sales for the first six months to really gain the understanding, you know, like you said, talking to all those business owners really get their pain points, um, you know, and then turn around and be able to also realize the web designer pain point being sales and, and how I can kind of fit in, you know, to both of those and, and, and help and serve both of them at the same time. Right, that's really that's actually very interesting. So, all the obviously all the different web developers that you're speaking to now, they are like you say they're going to have different business models, different price ranges, different specialities. And then once you just chat to them, get to know that, and then you chat to business owners, get to know that you're almost like a matchmaker, aren't you? You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny, and I've been kind of equating it sort of to like HR recruiting. Cause that's, that's what I've been telling a lot of these designers, you know, unfortunately so many people are looking for this silver bullet technique. Um, and that's really not what I do. I mean, I do, you know, basic standard sales, um, right now, you know, it's cold outreach, it's conversations with real people, you know, it isn't, there's no platform with this proprietary equation that does it. And I think that's the thing that, um, can be really, obviously the struggle of a lot of lead gen, a lot of paid lead gen is very, you know, strategize like that, you know, it's sold as this equation, easy thing. And, you know, I've, I've been telling people, it's like, obviously newer people that have, you know, very little portfolio, you know, I had to kind of push back and say, Hey, like, you know, I'm still selling, I'm a salesman. And and at the end of the day, like I can take your money, but it's going to be very difficult for me to sell for somebody who doesn't exactly have, you know, great experience or any experience really. It's not that it's great or it's not great. It's just, they don't have it. Um, You know, so it's it's definitely interesting, and hopefully, I will get to a point, you know, as we grow, where I can service those people better. Um, but it's it's definitely it's funny, you know, to me how many people are really looking for that kind of that tool or that tactic, and you know, that's kind of why I'm I've had to sort of separate myself from that, if you will. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. There's a lot of people. It's, it's it comes from the nature of what they do. They're web designers, they're web developers, they're graphic designers, so they're comfortable with a computer. And they yeah. would like to use that That's same skill set to grow their business, i.e. they're technicians at a computer and the other side of it of going out and growing their business and talking to people and closing, negotiating and all that kind of stuff is alien. I don't know. If, is that taught on a web design course if you would go to university? I don't know if they teach that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine. I certainly don't think so. I think that's really the the value and unique proposition that Rob is offering is that, you know, it's not just a code. It's it's not here to learn code. You know, that's that's plentiful. You can learn code anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely. I think the business side of it and the process and the sales is is really the the thing that's going to set you know people apart. Yeah, I likened it to a lot of people, especially in the like when I say especially in the forum because it's an online forum, so they're online people. They're used to being on a forum, um, Facebook maybe, Facebook groups. And so they're, they're computer savvy, good on the keyboard. And it's like a lot of them at the start maybe 
would like to make money just shuffling electrons about rather than ever picking, <laughs> yeah. up, picking up the phone or meeting somebody. But yeah, yeah, I, 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 even though I do online marketing and I love forums because I'd go stir crazy if I wasn't talking to, you know, even just chat to <laughs> some people because I work from home and I've got kids and like, I'm not going to have these kind of conversations with my kids. But I, <laughs> like being like, what, 46, you know, my, a lot of my work was, even though it was IT work, I was working in departments and teams. Like I was an IT contractor for 10 years. You don't get a contract if you can't do interviews well. You know, and I have to yeah. have good relation, yeah. build good relationships with recruiters, so that I take their phone calls, that I talk well to them, so that I I can give them sound bites that they can pass on to the, you know, their client, the, the business who's looking for an Oracle DBA, and I say, yeah, look, I'm a safe pair of hands. give them a little, I'm a safe pair of hands, and you know, change management. I love all that, and blah, blah, blah. so I I know all that, I know that game. So even it's it's kind of strange, even though I'm a online marketing dude, I suppose, an AdWords dude, I kind of don't think of myself as an online person like mine's all diesel and coffee you might have heard me mentioning that i like yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. i like meeting people no, like i mean it, to them. yeah and i think that's the thing too i mean like you highlighted a really good thing just um the fact that they're technically oriented you know and just with the internet in general obviously everything is becoming on demand you know we're very society is just very on demand i mean we, we have on demand entertainment and now we have you know, we're moving towards on-demand food, Amazon, you know, you're going to, you're going to buy your groceries online. And I kind of think that's the same thing. You know, I hear this a lot from business owners. They go, oh, well, you know, what about Wix and what about stuff like that? And, and I think it's a great example. You know, so many people, um, you know, for the developers on the sales side of things, like you said, that they really, they kind of just, they want to plug into the computer. They want to be online and then they kind of just want to get it. And if they can get it online, they can deliver all day long. Um, and there's certainly, obviously there'll always be a place in the market for that, you know, Upwork kind of the same thing. Obviously that's why you've seen, you know, very low quality. There's so many people on there that, you know, I mean, not to say you can't get good quality, obviously I'm getting a little sidetracked, but, um, but yeah, you know what I mean? I I think that there will always be a place for that. Um, but I think as it gets oversaturated, which I think is what's happening now, I think that the scale has been toward like tilted too far towards that on demand that we really are seeing now another rise kind of of this you know, old sale, like, oh, we can actually hire human beings again. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of always worked. Like you said, diesel and coffee. So, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. While everybody, well, I'm not everybody, but all the newer, younger guys, I suppose, guys and girls are going in thinking like, um, I can run Facebook ads. I can run, use Facebook bots and all these methods and strategies and inbound and all this stuff. And it will run like clockwork and, you know, the hub spots and, you know, reading all these blogs and webinars yeah. and all these strategies. And I, by the way, I've been down these rabbit holes listening to the podcast and how to do all this before I sort of grabbed myself by the shoulder, the scruff of my neck and pull myself out. While everybody's going that yeah. route, it almost makes it easier to do the, the like more traditional yes yeah yeah i mean i i agree completely i think that's definitely something that that is sticking out i mean obviously and it just goes back to saturation you know 30 years ago when there was no internet you know obviously that was much more common sales ability sales skills it was popular a lot of people knew it so it didn't exactly work and then or not to say that it didn't work but it was tougher you know obviously then the internet came along and the internet was the new thing and yeah i think like you said i think there's we're really kind of seeing it go back the other way again. Now the internet is becoming the tactic, you know, it's too niched out. It's too, not niched out. It's too, uh, individualized, systemized. Everything is independent of itself. 
And like you said, I mean, there's nothing I don't think that's ever going to replace just good old fashioned conversation. I mean, a relationship is by far the best way, in my opinion, to to sell products and even to buy products as a consumer. You know, it's much better to buy through someone you have a relationship with. Um, and I think that will really always hold true, you know, no matter how technologically advanced things. Yeah. Get. Funny you say that because the kind of clients that I deal with um, are businesses, tradespeople, whatever, and they want a phone call. They don't want an email sign up. It's like you've got all the unbounces and lead pages and Insta page and click funnels and all that kind of stuff. And there's, well, the last time I looked, they're more geared to creating a landing page that is going to get somebody's email address. You know, get this email address in exchange for this okay. webinar, for this ebook, for this report, or for whatever it is. Um, and but the whole purpose of getting somebody's email address is so that you can warm them up, get them to buy something, and if it's kind of consulting or like getting a website built or something, it's to get them on the phone at some point so that you then can yeah, close them. Right? Exactly. Yeah, pre, pre you're trying to get volume in and then pre-qualify them and then close them. And I'm like, uh, okay, but I I don't have an email list. I don't have a little white. I could, you know, I could go down that route, and I was kind of going down the route. But the, all the business I get at the minute is through like referrals and word of mouth. And yeah. I, my version of Diesel Coffee is what we're doing now. I chat to people constantly. I was doing it three, four years ago. Anyway, I remember doing it in my progress thread on the inside of the, uh, the inside of the Fastlane forum, saying, "Oh, I'm still having chats with people." I remember somebody. I can't remember who they. Andy, why are you still doing free calls with people? You're stupid. Or I don't think it was quite as blunt as that. I was like, <laughs> you know what? What? Did people not do this? Tell you what, because you've just pointed it out when I thought it was normal, it's obviously not normal. I'm going to do more of it. I just doubled down on it. And like at the drop of a hat, I'll have a chat with somebody. And without, without kind of pre-qualifying, oh, I wonder if they could buy my services or something. It's just like, I'll just chat to anybody. And that's been one of the best yeah. things I've ever done. Literally, because I just by chatting constantly, constantly, constantly chatting to people, you just hone, like, I'm not saying it's just scripts, but your stories and explaining things. And then you hear things from people and you start seeing patterns about where they're stuck. So you can suss out like somebody who's, they're in a job and they're trying to become, you know, get their first side hustle going, like where they're typically stuck, you know, especially these engineer types, um, you know, like, uh, gosh, people who do web development or engineers, they want to attack yeah. it like an engineer attacks it by like thoroughly analyzing it to death before they For make sure. a move. Yeah. And it's like, dude, just go and start. You know, so I, I, by chatting to people who are blatantly never going to become a client of mine, I just learned loads of stuff that helped me get unstuck. But also yeah, just, I don't know, I just found, I got, I enjoyed it more, got better at doing it. And now I'm, now I just started recording them maybe a year ago. Got maybe 22 of them recorded. Got tons of them not that weren't recorded. And they seem to help people. There we go. So I'm just making it up as I go along. But this is my version of Diesel Coffee. This is my this is what I do, and it's, it generates leads for me. Just chatting to people. Yeah. And then that really doesn't surprise me at all. Cause I and I think it's funny that that people would not not really be able to see the true understanding. I mean, and and for anybody that that would need a testament to that. I mean, I knew who you were and I've known who you were now for probably three years. Granted, right. first time we ever spoke was two days ago, but the only reason that I know that is because obviously I was on the forum and you were constantly there, you know, you're constantly posting and it's, it's all different threads. It's not like you're only talking about one thing at one time, you know, you're really kind of all over the board 
Um, and I think, I think, yeah, I mean, anybody who's been on that forum or a forum has got to be able to think of somebody like that, you know, oh yeah, that guy's always commenting. And, and I definitely think it's funny that, uh, you know, kind of that, that so many business owners sort of undervalue that, you know, I feel like a lot of people think that it's not worth their time. Like you said, like why, you know, you could be paid for it. And it's like, yes, I could. And that would be a tangible result then and there. But you know, like you said, you're shooting for the the more intangible. Obviously, it's still tangible to an extent, but you know, you're shooting for the return down the road later because of the value that you put up up front. And I, I definitely think, you know, like you said, you you do that process enough times, and eventually it just gets to a point where mathematically it's impossible for it to not return something. Whereas yeah. you don't necessarily have that guarantee when you start paying people. I mean, you can, you know, if you charge for your prices, there there could very well be a time where, you know, it got saturated, you know what I mean? Or, or something like that, you know, whereas nobody's ever going to stop wanting to talk to you for free, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's been, like, exactly, like I had a radio interview in Dublin. If I'd said to them, oh, look, that'll be like 100 euro for the rate, it would never have happened. And that was my kind yeah. of, one of my, that was my first, I suppose, yeah, and I listened to that interview. <laughs> yeah, there's been yeah. about three and a half thousand, this, uh, what do they call listens of that on SoundCloud? I'm like, my goodness, that's right. a lot of people listening yeah. to that. Um, so like, I, I, call, I call it an accidental podcast. Like everything I do, I sort of work this out. I keep saying I fell into this and I fell into that. I, like I was doing something or other and, oh, look, I've got a blog now. And I was doing something else. Oh, I seem to have a podcast, even though it's not on iTunes or I don't really know what a podcast means, but people are calling it a podcast. So um, it's interesting that I was an engineer type of person for 15 years. I, I remember doing, maybe four years ago, doing this um, personality profiling type of test it's by Perry Marshall called the Marketing DNA, something like that. And it basically said that I should be just out there flying by the seat of my pants and doing stuff. And I was, <laughs> and I was in, oh, yeah. in a role for 15 years that was the most anal kind of IT role possible, looking after data for mission critical systems you can't make a change without you know signing it in blue ink and dating it and blah 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 and I was like my goodness but I was actually good at that but I'm better you know it's just I happen to be good at that so I was stuck doing it whereas if I'd been a bit rubbish at it I would have probably found what I was better at earlier but one I think I did have this discussion with somebody in a call once I find it very interesting when somebody tells you something or that you shouldn't be doing such and such. And you go, what? I thought that was normal. That's actually a really big sign that maybe it's one of your superpowers that you should, if you thought it was normal and other people think it's really okay. weird and it comes really easy yeah. to you, then maybe instead of, oh, okay, I'll conform to everyone else and I'll not do that thing, maybe you should double down on it and see where it takes you. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely, I think that that is, you know, a kind of a wise assessment. I mean, like you said, it's, it's easy. I think it's really, it's the easier route, like you said, to just kind of assimilate like, oh, okay, I did it wrong, you know, because, because everybody else is so critical of everyone that it's very easy to get into that, that critical space for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I think the people that, that really stand out and do well in their respective fields are the people, like you said, that are, that are able to kind of recognize when that's happening, you know, like that happens and then it makes them stop and think, you know, oh, okay, wait, is this a real skill? Um, you know, obviously that's, that can be difficult, you know, over time, you know, it's gotta be something you learn, but, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think, I think that's a common trait of people that do well, um, you know, 
being just self-aware and being able to, like you said, kind of double down on your strengths and, and yeah. not on your weaknesses. And I won't lie. I don't think I started it by being self-aware. I think I started on it by being contrarian. <laughs> contrarian. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, somebody told me, you should stop doing that. Right, well, I'm going to do twice as much. But I was like, well, yeah, why, yeah. Why, why should I? No, tell you what I'll do. And then all this good stuff started happening. Like, you know, I, I think I've PM'd about 1,500 people in the forum. You know, as soon as someone follows me or gives me a rep, I PM them and gets conversations going. I'm not, I'm not trying to turn them into clients. Like, welcoming them to the forum and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, 1,500 sounds incredible. That's like, I can't believe it myself. But over three years, you're doing two or three a day. That's it. You, you hit that. Yeah. So it's like just, yeah, yeah. just working away. And then here's the interesting thing. Um, I was literally saying to my team yesterday like occasionally we think oh, we could outsource the sales side of it maybe that would work better although I seem to you know me Andy Black seems, seems to be quite good in my business at doing the sales once I talk to people yeah yeah um, should we outsource it I'm like no we shouldn't outsource it because I'm learning so much when I chat to people about what who's a good fit and who's not and I can't you know I can't tell by the vertical they're in you know or the business I don't know I just have to chat to the people and then i'm finding out that people who want a request for proposal or whatever it is those are they're just not a good fit no go away if, if, if they're gonna put me in project sorry put me in touch with the project manager no i need to speak to the business owner don't bring a project manager into it and <laughs> slow everything down yeah, yeah you know so yeah. i learn all those things whereas if somebody else was doing the sales i wouldn't i wouldn't be learning that myself so we literally said yesterday no 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 just do what we're doing currently um, and then your marketplace ad popped up, or maybe it was the day before. And I was like, oh, okay. Is that serendipity? Is that like <laughs> Andy? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Is, is the stars, are the stars aligned? Yeah, yeah. So, so, and part of the, right, for the last few months, I've been trying to do outbound because everyone, everyone says, and I'm putting air quotes, you should be doing outbound. And I do have some outbound ideas like that I haven't managed to get to yet. And everything is still on the shelf. I keep, Right, I'm, we're getting a page built. We're going to do this, going to do that. And the reason I haven't touched it yet is because I get too many inbound leads and I'm constantly chatting yeah. to people, pre qualifying. No, 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 I'm not even pre qualifying, just chatting to people, explaining. Like, I, would have, I would easily have a one hour conversation with somebody at the drop of a hat and chat, find out about their business. I'm just curious. I really want to help. And I'm like, oh, wow, you know. And then on Skype, it's literally uh, bring up your. Your screen because I, I can't see what the ads would look like and and where you are right do that search oh okay that's interesting look at that ad it's not very good but oh that's your main competitor is it like click on the the ad go to the landing page right okay so where's the phone number where's yeah. this and that and they're like that picture's terrible I said right so there you go they, and then I'll <laughs> I'll share the screen the other way and go right what what do you think the search term would be that somebody would type in oh okay it would be whatever I don't know chauffeured cars Chicago or something like that we'll type that in. The Google Keyword Planner says, oh, this is this many searches a month. They're like, really? Oh, yeah, okay. And that guy there is mopping it up and he's your competitor, but his ad's rubbish and his landing page is rubbish. You could beat that. And they're like, oh, I can see how I could beat that. So I'm literally, I fell into that, by the way, just by Skype, somebody else sharing the screen so I could have a look over their shoulder. I was like, oh, okay. And then it oh, worked nice. so well. It worked so well where I was like, oh, look, by the way, that's where you're losing all your money over there. And they're like, oh, my God. So it was that whole show yeah, and tell. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a great example of one of those things that had you, um, you know, had you not been doing, had you outsourced and and kind of taken the easy way, 
um, you know, early on, obviously you, you wouldn't have learned that, you know, you would yeah. have never found that out and figured that out. Yeah. And I have a ball every time I'm always like rubbing my hands going, Oh, I wonder what this is. going. <laughs> this is a new vertical. I've never yes. Well, who's, whoever, I don't know. I've never heard of people making money doing that, offering that service. What the heck is that? And then I find, oh my God, there's people searching for that. And then what does that mean? And then they, the, the business owner is telling me about the vertical, which I find amazing. So like they're on, like so yeah. <laughs> it's a free call, but it's not a free call because it's a business owner, a busy business owner who's spending an hour with me telling me about their business and that vertical and how they get leads and all that kind of stuff. And I couldn't pay for that. You know, yeah, I, oh, could, I sure. could send emails to tons of people in that vertical. I don't know, let's just say dog grooming or something and say, right, I'd like to have a chat with you for an hour. It'll be free. Like nobody's going to take me up on that. An hour of my time. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But they, these people, they, they want to do that. So I have a great time doing that. I learn loads. Whether they become a client or not, I, I don't personally, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a blind spot of mine. I don't subscribe to always be closing. I'm like, I will get to the end and say, right, this is what you could do immediately. That could help you. We can help you with that. If you want to do that, look, I'll send you an email, a little proposal. Excellent. That's it. And if they come back to me, great. If they don't, that's great as well. I I figure I've spent an hour chatting to somebody who now knows I know what I'm on about. They may circle back later. And what's happened is over the years, some of them have circled back like a year later, just crazy. And then they tell other people. And people come through. It's like I'm constantly getting this stream of like emails or texts or Skypes or Facebook messages of people. Like I've, somebody told me about maybe could, could we have a quick chat? I'm like done. So that's that's how it's been working for me. So that's working so well that I, I you know, I haven't been able to do the outbound. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and, and I think something that's important too that uh, is very clear is like that you actually care. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, it's really hard to, to put all that time. It's hard to have those conversations and to, to do all that for free when you're not interested. But when you're just genuinely interested, like, like you said, it's like, man, I've never heard about that business in Chicago, Illinois. Like, yeah, tell me about it. Like, do you guys have to hunt for leads? Is it a cash cow? Is it, are there tons of competitive, you know, like you just genuinely enjoy that conversation and, and having that and going through that kind of discovery, uh, which, you know, some people, I think that's the thing people got to realize is like, you've either got to be interested, you got to learn to be interested, you know, and it's only one of those two options. Cause if you fake it, you know, like you said, it, it'll never be diesel and coffee. You'll always like, you know, it'll always be, always be closing instead of, you know, just having conversations with people and, and, you know, trying to see if there's a spot and if not being okay with it. Cause yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't really like the, the hard sales always be closing either. Cause I just, I think, you know, while it, statistically may show that you make more money in a short term. I think over the long term, longevity, stability wise, you do much better to, you know, just have genuine relationships where people like you, you know, I hate to say it, but for the most part, people don't really care for salesmen. They especially don't care for, um, you know, hard closing salesmen that are always looking for the dollar. So yeah, um, I definitely think you're in the right area there. Yeah. I, well, I'm pretty sure that, people wouldn't be referring me to other people just because I yeah, te- yeah, technically yeah, right. know my stuff. They, if, if I'm always going to be hard closing them, I think they'll be probably saying, yeah. he really knows his stuff. You should chat to this guy and he's a really nice guy. Well, I, I'm guessing, you know, they're, but it's going to be like, 
of the, along those lines. Yeah, just have a chat with you. All right. You'll you'll learn stuff, and he's a nice bloke, and that that's basically yeah. the kind of persona that I'd be happy with myself. Um, and then <laughs> back to the, what we were talking about previously, that air quotes of should. I've learned from that kind of experience and a few others, like a few years ago, a couple of years ago, three years ago, that when people say you should be doing this, you need to do that, you must do this, and I've actually learned to put them in a box where I'm like a bit, okay, anything you say, I'm going to be wary of. You could say lots of great things. Yeah. But the fact that you say I should do this and should do that, and you're not letting me, you're not like teasing, giving me questions, open-ended questions to let me work it out myself, shows yeah. something about you on your journey. You're not there yet, maybe. Whereas like, you know, it's like when you talk to your, an older person, your granddad, your grandma, or whatever, they're not going to tell you what you should do. They're just going to give you a few little questions. They're just going to look at you like smile on their face because they've been there and they know the journey you're on. Yeah, you can't shortcut it. For sure. Yeah, so somebody who's for trying sure. to, no, you should do this. You should need to do that. You should do webinars, Andy, or whatever. And I went, oh, okay. Let me look about webinars. I'm like, no, I don't want to do them or whatever. You know, maybe I could, maybe I couldn't. But when somebody says you should do something or other, you should do cold calling. You should do inbound with AdWords. You should do Facebook. You should do this. It's like, Ugh. I prefer hearing, listening to people who say, well, have you considered this? Or maybe that. So th- that whole experience has made me think, has made me wary of the person themselves, not just the advice. But anybody who says you should do this, you should do that. Sorry, we are definitely getting sidetracked, but that's... <laughs> that's oh, no, I mean, I, I agree with you so much, man. I mean, so many, everybody's, Everybody's got an opinion these days. I think that's obviously, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. I'm glad that we live in a time where, you know, it's like that. I mean, trust me, I don't, I don't prefer the alternative. Um, but obviously, you know, the best part of that is, like you said, everybody's got an opinion on what they should do. And, you know, I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that gets the amount of organic inbound inquiries and, and leads that you do. Um, so, yeah, I would agree with you. The minute somebody says that, it's like, yeah, wait a second, you know, our, are you, you know, where I am or further on and you're telling me that, or are you just saying that? Cause that's your critique, you know, and that's your opinion. And yeah, I agree. You kind of got to just tune it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm not getting like, I'm getting a decent amount of leads enough that I don't worry that oh, what's going to happen next week. You know, there will be, I know it just pops up and even my team, like I, I create a base camp thread and a project, sorry, I call it prospects. And every time something comes in, I just post it in there so that I remember what's going on, but they see yeah. that and they're like, yeah. my goodness, it's like, whoa, the effect <laughs> of just talking to people is just incredible. And they're, they're always constantly amazed. <laughs> um, but I do know like, obviously I could put this on steroids. What I'm doing, this diesel and coffee one-on-one thing I could put on steroids somehow with like recorded webinars and all that kind of palaver. But I don't know, there's something about that route. I just don't want to go down at the moment. Maybe I will later, but at the minute, I'm having so much fun, and I prefer just chatting to people. And maybe that, maybe I'll just continue doing that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately too, isn't that like? I think that's the whole thing. Obviously, at, you know, our society, we we really measure success based on numbers and money. So yeah. everyone's like, oh, well, you got a hundred leads. You know, I'm not saying you know whatever for sake of argument. It's like, oh, you yeah. got a hundred leads, but you could be getting 150 with this. And it's like, yeah, you're right. But if I only ever needed 10 to start out with. Uh, you know, like, and I'm doing what I like and I'm happy, then, then it's working. It's working fantastically. I'm doing exactly what I set out to do and it's being achieved. I think it's very easy for people to always go, 
you know, well, more. I know I certainly did that. I, I remember being a young kid. I used to say all the time, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire. Um, you know, and I, I started to kind of get to high school. And then once I got into college and really started paying my own way and paying my bills, I realized like you do not have to be a millionaire to live a very comfortable life. Um, you know, where you choose what you want to do for work and, and you wake up and you're happy every day because, you know, you're the ultimate, you know, controller of the, de- of your own destiny. And I think that's funny. You know, it's, it's very difficult for people to, to see that, that, you know, success is, is obviously very subjective and, you know, that's going to change for every single person. You know, we, we have to not like just look at everybody and say, well, just because there's more means you should, like you said, just because there can be more does not mean by any stretch of the mean that that is what you quote unquote should be doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Somebody's asked me maybe a year or two ago. Um, if money was no object, what work would you be doing? And they didn't actually want me to answer it. They just they said, don't answer it now. You don't have to answer it, but just think about it. I was like, Oh, hold on. And then he said, so what's stopping you from doing it now? I'm like, Oh, Hold on, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, right. And then that that just made me think, like, you know, when I'm sit down and I've got my spreadsheets open, which I love having open to create some campaigns to upload to to AdWords, and then to run these campaigns for a week, and then download it to have a look and see, whoa, what was what were of those ten thousand ads I loaded? What are people actually searching for? And I always love that. Um, and then yeah. somebody pops up on Skype, Andy, I'm having a problem with my account. Can you have a look? What do I tend towards? And I've noticed I tend to was, oh, let's drop this spreadsheet and go and help somebody now. Yeah. You know, yeah. have a chat with somebody. So that, that was an interesting observation. It was a good question for them to ask me. Um, and then back to what you said about you don't have to be a millionaire. That reminds me of, was it V8 Bill in the forum? And he's got his book, The 2X yeah, Method. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's saying, whatever your essential expenses are, if you double that, you will feel, feel wealthy because you will not have the stress of money. And, Exactly. I can, I can yeah, imagine exactly. that. Yeah, you don't have to. Basically, his whole, I think, I don't want to paraphrase too badly, but don't have to be a millionaire. You just have to get to 2x what your essential expenses are, and you will get a significant feeling okay. <laughs> yeah. of wealth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and for me, and you're no. there as well, for me, just like I say, being able to do the work that I like to do and outsource the bits I'm rubbish at, like the graphic design and the, the bookkeeping, which I bleeding hate and and like the web development of other people and i focus on chatting to people and building campaigns and then analyzing them and i'm i'm like a pig in shit i'm having fun this is stuff i like yeah it's growing you know it's not like like in a year's time it would be bigger and the year after that would be bigger i don't want to shortcut it like i've mentioned this a few i've used to go on motorbike trips with mates to the south of france or around spain or tripping australia whatever we'd get the map out in the morning no, actually, the previous night would be like somewhere in a restaurant with a map, three or four of us looking, well, where are we going to go tomorrow? And we look at the squiggly bits on the road. And that's the most interesting bit, the one that got the mountain pass. And we may end yeah, up over yeah. there or we may end up there. Depends. I don't know. Don't know how long, how quick we'll go through this pass. Um, don't really know what the roads are like, etc. But we didn't go, let's go down the payage, that motorway, straight to Saint-Tropez. Because that's boring. We didn't want to just get to Saint-Tropez. Yeah. We wanted to have fun through all these mountains and twisties. So... The fun of the journey is the twisty bits, which in a business I liken to being all kind of the problems and the swerving and doing this and trying that. And and really, For I sure. if someone had just gave me a shortcut, like if, this is where you'll be in three years, you can have it now. I'd be like, yeah, but I'm going to miss out on all the fun of getting there, aren't I? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny that you say that. So obviously, you know, most people always go, Oh, I'd love to win the lottery. I'd love to win the lottery. It was really funny when I quit school and I went down the entrepreneurship route. That was when I kind of really, you know, was got to the point where I was mature enough to, to realize that that was what I was going to do. That's what I wanted to do. I just out of nowhere had this absolute hate that I did not want to win the lottery. I wanted to make sure that I never played the lottery. And I said that if I won the lottery, like obviously I'd be happy, but I'd be very upset because like you said, it's, it's kind of like a shortcut. I mean, it'd be great to have tons of money, but I would feel like I wasn't accomplished. I would feel like, you know, I got lucky. I got easy. I mean, that's exactly what would happen if you did, but uh, yeah, it's definitely funny. Like you said, I mean, it is, it is about the journey somewhat. I think that people do kind of have to fall in love with the process a little bit. Um, and if you don't, you know, if you're not, if you're not in love with the fact that, you know, you're going to fall and you're going to fail and then you're going to get better after that failure. Um, you know, it's just, it's going to be very, very difficult to, to really, you know, ever really truly reach great success with what you're doing. Cause I mean, and, and not to say that you can't reach good success doing something you don't love. Cause I think you absolutely can. Um, but to an extent you've got to love the process. You got to love the, just the fact that you're going through it. You know, I don't think you have to love each individual business, you know, individually. Like, you know, if you sell a, a niche product on Amazon, you know, you don't have to be head over heels about pets. You know what I mean? You can just like, you know, the process of selling the product and just be aware that, oh, okay, this is a pet product that's in right now. Um, but yeah, I think to some extent, you know, if you don't like selling products and you don't like pets, you know, then what are you doing? You know, you're just, you're in a job like any other. Yeah, exactly. If I nod anymore, my head will fall off. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. And also this is the other thing. When you're going down that windy road, part of the fun of it is you don't know where it's, what you're going to see and where you're going to actually end up at the end of the day. You know, I, I went on yeah. one trip where all the hotels and B&Bs and whatnot were booked all the way down and I just didn't like that. It's like, no, oh, yeah. somebody had booked them all. It's like, no, I don't know. That's just took all the fun out of it. You're supposed to travel light <laughs> with like a map, a change of underwear, a toothbrush and my credit card and like three lads on motor, four lads on motorbikes having a ball. That's, and like, rock up anywhere and go nope don't like this let's go to the next place it's like and there's a great uh essay by paul graham who's from y combinator like a startup combinator okay. uh, incubator thing yeah and i think it's paulgraham.com slash ds well, i can't remember don't do things that don't scale no no some other essay but he's basically saying he thinks that entrepreneurship and startups and stuff like that is not like building a house where you build a blueprint and then you follow the blueprint. It's more like Columbus setting off west, heading in a direction, and whenever he came across obstacles, storms or whatever, he just kept going that direction. And yeah, you know, so it's not like so that's these are where the engineers who like building build blueprints and knowing what's going to happen before it happens. That's kind of their downfall when they try and become you know, more or get into more business. They try and solve things the same way, where it's a bit more, what what Paul Graham was likening it to was, yeah, it's, it's more like Columbus. He just heads west. He has a rough idea where he's going. And whenever he expands, he expands in a direction he already knows, which is west. He just keeps going that way. So yeah. go, when we're going for a trip to the south of France, we just know south of France is going to have to be about whatever, four days to get there because it's going to be take four days back and we've got like an eight-day trip. That's it. And we just go. 
and we just sort of follow our nose and and part of what you're following is uh problems you're just solving problems on the way there you know so yeah. every, like so you've got yeah. you'll have i've got everybody's got problems in front of them there's like a thread in the forum at the moment where MJ is trying to get through to somebody and explain that all these problems that you are encountering or telling us the reasons why you can't do something are actually the path for you. Because once you solve that problem, that problem is a stepping stone that moves you further forward to your next problem. And if you're constantly yeah, stuck, yeah, at, yeah. if you constantly have the same problem, it just means you're stuck. You haven't got beyond that hurdle. That hurdle is a stepping stone. Then by getting the next problem, it means you're moving forward. So my problem at the moment no is there well i i'm too busy with inbound leads to do outbound if i got a stack more inbound leads i would have a new problem of like oh i don't actually don't have enough time in the day to talk spend an hour with you know there's 20 20 leads that just come through this week so then i would have a new problem and i would have to solve that problem of well they're actually gonna have to be pre-qualified more so i'm gonna have to send them through i don't know don't know how what the solution be through a survey and ask them this and ask them that and send them off to you know or just cherry pick the best or whatever i don't have that problem at the moment because i don't have enough of them so maybe my problem is i don't have enough leads so i'm not at that stage but that's how i things will progress for me so like say say we end up working together and you bring me a stack of leads and like oh my god what do i do now i'm just this is just too much so I'm saying that because just for people who are going to listen to this, who are still of the mindset that it all needs to be planned out ahead of them, you know, the whole thing of like all the lights have to be green before they go. It's like, no, you just go and then sort out the problems as you go along. Because that is the journey. That is how you get places is by solving problems one after the other relentlessly. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree completely. I mean, I think, we have such a, a such a fixation on the result that yeah, like you said, it's anytime it goes off plan, it's very easy to say, well, we're off plan, we're gonna get lost, you know, oh, we're going the wrong direction. When yeah, like you said, it's the whole point is that it, there isn't a plan, you know, or at least very rare, I, if ever, is there a plan that you know you can start out and just implement in business and have everything work all the way through. Um, you know, and yeah, I would agree. I think, I think that stems from the, the want for security and stability. You know, people don't like to feel that what they're doing is wrong or, or that it's not working or that they're actively not getting closer. And I think this is something that I've certainly learned over the last few months. Um, you know, I watch Gary Vee quite a bit and he talks about being pulled from both directions. Um, and I think it's, it's really good because it's an example of that, that, you know, it's like going to the gym, you know, when, if you've never been to the gym and you start out and you say, I'm going to do a 90 day fitness plan or whatever, and I'm going to start going to going to the gym and you work out with a personal trainer every day, you know, for those first two or three weeks, you might see minor change, but for the most part, like you're not really going to see some overwhelming change where, you know, all of a sudden you have six pack abs and you're ripped and you know, you lost all the weight you wanted to lose, but that doesn't mean that what you've been doing during that month was wrong. You know, just because that immediate result wasn't there, you know, doesn't actually mean that what you were doing was incorrect. You know, in fact, you were actually doing exactly what you should have been doing. But because you didn't get that result and you felt insecure, you felt like because you didn't feel like you had that result that you were doing something wrong, you ended up stopping and and then you gave up and then you really didn't achieve it. And yeah, like you said, you know, the, the, the entrepreneurs that are able to get successful and get to the point where they can, you know, 
have their business be their full-time job are the people that, that said, you know, and to an extent you kind of have to have faith. I know I certainly did. I had to have faith where I was like, look, I know that what we're doing is right. I know that what I'm doing is right. Just because it's not, you know, a million bucks right there in my hand right now doesn't mean that I need to stop and try and go look. It took me a while of, of doing that, having the faith, and then coming out on the other side and being like, oh man, I'm really glad I had that faith. You know, it takes probably two or three times before you finally start to realize that, oh, okay, that's what's happening. And then the next time it happens, you realize it right in the middle of it. And you're like, well, you know, I feel like it's not working, but I have absolutely no evidence that says it's not. So I'm going to continue to believe that it probably is. And hopefully it will just pay the dividends, you know, later down the road. Yeah, exactly. Keep doing the right thing and the results will follow. Yeah, basically. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So your, so your business, by putting that marketplace ad, you're going to the next level of dealing with lots of developers, potentially. You know, you're going to cherry pick a few that you that you can help to sorry let me rephrase that you can cherry pick a few that you believe once you send a lead to them they're going to be able to close them um and that they'll add value so that you know it's going to get word of mouth blah blah blah. it's going to help you um yeah and so what what's the next problem that you're trying to solve what's the problem that you currently have yeah. So uh, it's kind of funny. I mean, obviously, so the first immediate problem that I really have is that obviously I had way more people interested than I thought. So, you know, originally I figured kind of start out, you know, get a few clients and, you know, I'll, I'll work, I'll do good work slowly and slowly. I'll sort of build this demand. And then the more people I help, the more people will, you know, talk about it and then want to be helping get in touch with me. Obviously, you know, right out the gate launch, I had a whole bunch of it. So it was like, we all want help. So my immediate problem is, okay, well, you know, originally I thought I was going to have to work on building the demand. I don't, you know, the demand's there. Now my problem is how do I, how do I help all those people while not compromising, you know, the whole point of the service in general. And that's kind of what we were speaking about earlier, you know, and I had to tell a few people, you know, I said, Hey, look, like, I, I don't want to just say, yeah, cool. I'm glad that you're ready to go sign on the paper let me have your money because I know that, you know, my goal and my intention was not to originally set out and onboard, you know, five, 10, 15 people or 10 or 15 people. Really. I was planning on board five ish, yeah. um, kind of around there. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's kind of funny that that's sort of, it's flipped so quickly, so fast, but yeah, I mean, my main thing that I'm trying to solve right now is how am I going to be able to service multiple people, multiple designers in the same kind of niche or same area, um, same price points while still being able to provide the same quality, you know, the same quantity of lead and, and have it fit. Obviously it's not a, just about numbers. It's not just about, Oh, I sent you 20 people, you know, you should close one. Cause yeah, like you said, if they're not qualified, right. Or, you know, they're looking for e-commerce and the designer doesn't do e-commerce, you know, that's wrong. Um, and that's really what I want to make sure that I keep the same. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it for down the road. So as long as I can figure out and solve how to keep the quality of service, you know, the same for everyone, then I can slowly add the amount of people that I'm helping um, until I've you know, built it to a system point where I'm able to just kind of you know, onboard as, as people you know, come to me, really. Yeah, no, that sounds perfect. Basically, going through all the high friction stuff with a few clients, a handful, learn from that, and then like you say, systemize it. Um, but I, I don't think yeah. you can skip the step. I think you can I don't think you can go straight to having a system without having done it the hard manual way. 
Um, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's another thing I've definitely, you know, I, I hinted on that earlier. It's like, you have to pound, like you've got to do the cold calls and all the cold outreach yourself to really understand like the business owners, you know, now I know, you know, I know the top three, five common objections. Um, you know, I know, like you said, those similar problems that you start to see, you start to see multiple people have, you know, okay, this guy and in multiple industries too, you know, sometimes it's the same sometimes, Oh, all the plumbers have this one problem. Um, you know, and then other times it's like, wow, you know, multiple service business, you know, the plumber, the realtor and the, you know, the steel supplier had this issue. That's funny. And, and yeah, you're right. If you're not the one in the trench doing it in the beginning, it's going to be very, very difficult, you know, if not impossible to really to, to have that insight and to be able to understand and just have that knowledge, like to, to know, I mean, going forward and obviously, you know, people will argue that, okay, well, you know, there's plenty of, plenty of people ahead of big companies that don't have it. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the difference between you know, companies that are quote unquote good because they make a lot of money and then companies that are good because they, you know, they deliver a high quality product or service and people love them. I want to yeah. be loved. I don't want to just make good money. I want people to really say like, man, he did a great job and I'm glad I went with it. Mm. Actually, I had one of those last night where a client, a new client, a HVAC company in the US, I've not even done stuff in HVAC industry, but like nice. plumbers yeah. in the UK and Ireland. Um, Second month only, like we've rolled over into the second month. It's got high-ish, well, high-ish, like $15, $20 cost per click. Not loads of clicks, but that's the way I build campaigns. I try and get really good search intent visitors to the to the page, not like just to throw loads of crap at the page. And I've got no yeah. call tracking in place yet, and I don't know what's going on. I, I just have to rely on him every week. I tell him, like, you've had this much cost last week, you know, two two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars whatever it is how do you get on it's like oh yeah i think it's good so i had a second call with him last night and he was saying that for some reason like it's sweltering at the minute it's really hot you'd think lots of people are ringing in to get their air conditioning sorted but there isn't he's not got last this time last year he was booked out ahead of time his, you know the calendar was full um this year it's not and when he's out on the road, he doesn't see other competitive vans all driving around. So he's like, "What is going on?" Okay. But he's like, so his team knows that I'm working away. That he's working with me, some dude running his ads on Google, and they apparently they've said, "Thank God for Andy," because they. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my goodness, nobody's ever said that." I actually wrote it down. I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna have to put this on the calendar." So he said, "Thank God for Andy." Because, you know, there's maybe, I don't know how many guys he's got. Like, I can see on his website, there's a full-on team. It looks legit. There's a dude and there's, like, all these guys all with the blue shirts. And they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're full. Their schedule is full, but it's not full weeks in advance. But it's constant stream of phone calls. And he was saying, you know, some of them are fairly good high-ticket repairs and stuff that's going on. And he's pleased. It's, like, higher ticket than he's, they're used to. Um, and that's I'm guessing it's because it's people they're so desperate they're actually doing a search on Google and then calling somebody you know um, to go and get it done there and then um, and, and yeah. that's what's going on and I was like oh my goodness like, I just got goosebumps when he said that I was like oh thanks for that <laughs> that's great and then I, <laughs> my team are going quick get him now to get a testimonial off him before you know while everything's good <laughs> I was like alright I should do I should do that but I get such a buzz out of that I actually I'm helping a business owner keep a roof over his head and meet payroll for the guys who work for his team and they all have families, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, and that's what I'm doing. Like, whereas when I used to do IT, looking after mission, mission critical systems for like, you know, big blue chip businesses, if I wasn't there, they wouldn't notice, you know, they'd get somebody else in. Yeah. You know, whereas now yeah, exactly. I'm literally helping people. And I actually like dealing with businesses like his smaller business. You know, it's established, it's got a payroll, but it, I'm dealing, I'd had a chat with the business owner. He's delighted. He's like, you know, I gave him a few things to do. And I said, you know, you really must let me know how many inquiries and sales you're getting, even if you can't attribute them exactly to Google, to Google, you know, just give me a clue and I'll log that. And then we'll, we'll dial it in later on. We'll get the tracking in place and get it better. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you're beating me up now. And it's like, oh, Greg, yeah. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm your consultant, but I'm like, yeah, I'm beating you up. Yeah. The better, the more info you give me, the better I can dial it in. So like when, you know, pools, we can see the search terms. Somebody's looking for air conditioning. Like, I don't know, whatever it was, but it had pools. So you don't do pools. Yeah. No. Underfloor heating. No, we don't do that either. Right. Excellent. So those little tips allow me to add negatives and just dial it in, dial it in, dial it in. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, that was great. Uh, I wish all of them were like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, for the benefit of anybody listening to this and for myself, and who who are your ideal customers, clients, sorry, on the sort of the service side, uh, providing the service? What have you noticed so far? What would, What did you hope, or what was your list of criteria? And from chatting to people, has that changed at all slightly? Um, yes. And yeah, it's, it's definitely changed a little bit. Obviously, um, a lot of the, the kind of criteria of people that I was looking for was highly dependent on the lead. Um, you know, the leads that I'm driving, I'm obviously driving leads in a very specific range. Um, you know, so service, like kind of the same, you know, small service businesses, local, a lot of my prospecting is local. Um, you know, I'm in Tampa, Florida, so I'm prospecting people like that. Um, and really my criteria was just to make sure obviously that they, they deliver quality work, you know, that they're actually going to be able to, you know, help these business owners. It's not going to be just a, you know, here's a website, one and done kind of deal. Um, obviously, unless they were looking for a really simple solution. Um, but you know, being able to give the, the customer the quality that they're looking for, depending on whatever they're looking for. Um, and two really was just, uh, somewhat, uh, you know, established again, like I said earlier, it's very, very difficult to sell for brand new people. You know, yeah. I hope that eventually I get to a point where I can do that. Um, but yeah, my criteria in the beginning was very much just quality and people that are going to be able to, um, you know, are not, I, I'm not going to have difficulty selling on things that are not the normal things. Obviously there's always going to be objections. People are always going to have um, you know, issues and whatnot, but those are kind of what I consider in the norm. Whereas, you know, not having references and not really having that many jobs you've done in the past, that's kind of something that I feel like is, you know, okay, if that's the case, you're probably a little early on, you know, you probably need to go through the process a little bit, get a few clients, have, you know, a few of those people. And then, you know, okay, maybe then you're at the point, um, you know, where you go ahead and, and you hire somebody or, or you outsource it or whatever it may be. Yeah, exactly. It's like the phrase, uh, help the people, pe- help the people in motion, you know? So if, yeah. you're a, yeah. if you're a personal trainer, you don't go trying to get the people, get clients who are sat at home eating potato chips, watching movies, Yeah, go and get clients yeah, who are right. down the gym already. They're already working out. They're, they're the ones who are going to be your clients. Um, and for me, yeah, yeah like I said, uh, my ideal clients really are businesses that are established 
a while. They're already making sales. They might even already have an AdWords account or getting some sort of, uh, they're putting their hand in the pocket one way or another to get more business. It could be yellow pages, it could be like Facebook, could be whatever. Um, could be AdWords and it's not working quite as well for them as they want. They want more bang for the buck. And also, if I even just look at my whiteboard on the wall of all the clients I've got, pretty much yeah, all of them now have pay- a payroll. They've all got mouths to feed, oh, okay. you know? So yeah. They, they, you know, if they've got a van with guys in it, they just need to keep those guys busy out on the road doing yeah. stuff rather than sitting yeah, idle. Sure. So even if it ran break even, even if like after all the costs were paid, they weren't profitable, you know, after like the ad spend and then paying for the van and the, the, the labor and all that stuff, they didn't make any more on that, then that's good enough for them, you know? Yeah, because they did right by their employees and their employees yeah, were able to keep them. They were able to keep them on the team and then, yeah. then they can grow. And like every now and then, so like say I get a, a, a plumber who's a client, every now and then they'll get a phone call and it will be like an insurance company and they need to have plumbers on the book. Not, not insurance company, like a pro- property management company, for instance. Oh, we've got 150 properties. Um, our main guy is retiring. I've literally had this. Uh, our main guy is retiring who does all the, the washing machine repairs. Can you, you know, can you go and fix that thing? And, uh, you know, actually, no, they went, got him to fix it. Then they said, oh, you did a great job. Can you come and have a chat with us? Maybe you can take over managing the 150 properties for us in case any, we've got any issues. Oh, you're an electrician. Brilliant. <laughs> you know, so nice. now and then yeah. there's a little lightning strike. So they have all this work and it keeps the head above water, keeps payroll, keeps the mortgage paid. And then they get some piece of work that ends up being bigger or recurring. And that's how over a period of years, it just, you know, their business grows. So yeah, yeah. Pay, have, be people in motion. <laughs> Same, similar yeah, to yourself. no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, is it mostly websites that you're, that people have, um, on the, so you've got the service side on the consumer side, I suppose, all the businesses that you're talking to, are they mostly looking for websites um, yeah, so websites and social media management are by far the two most, um, you know, I would say in demand, obviously people that are up and running, there are people that are looking at SEO and asking about SEO. Um, yeah. but definitely, definitely, definitely by far, it's either better website, better functioning, or I have no website at all. And then usually after that, it comes pretty quickly to social media. You know, people are finally kind of starting to get on the bandwagon of like, Oh, this works. You know, they're, they're, they've been hearing it enough that, you know, it's not that I, I shouldn't even say that they don't believe it works yet, but what they don't like is being scoffed at when they say that it doesn't. So that's really what I feel is what drives their curiosity because most of them are very skeptical. They're like, yeah, you know, I hear it works. Everybody tells me, and that's kind of, that's sort of why I'm looking into it, you know, but really they, they don't believe it. They're still very much like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll sort this out. I'll kind of see what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that we're seeing a turn, um, in the market right now where people are really starting to honestly consider social media, um, and its viability, uh, as, you know, as advertising kind of changes away from radio and TV and more so to the device. Um, you know, I think, I think people are catching on, um, to that. At least that's what I found. Yeah, but. yeah. Actually, I almost feel as a bit of a gold rush <laughs> um, yeah. of people yeah. becoming social media consultants. And and I, 
I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just my Facebook feed is full of it. <laughs> of like, no, I agree with you. Every eighteen year old kid with a Facebook and Instagram account is uh, trying to sell himself to somebody. Yeah, or herself. And, and you know what? They, someone can do a very very good job just from knowing how it works because the people, yeah, the, the guy, you know, my age is like, what? How does this work? Oh my goodness, you're a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's one of those things where the younger you are, it the more kudos people are automatically going to give you. Oh, you must know Snapchat because you're only 15. Excellent. Yeah. I, yeah, I, just, yeah, right. I just a little bit, but not a lot. But, um, <laughs> okay, that's interesting. So, part, right. So, I, obviously, you know that I do AdWords and not the social media. And yeah. I keep getting asked and I keep looking at Facebook and I go, oh, that'd be great. And I'm like, no, 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 shiny object syndrome. Stick to what you're good at and just keep <laughs> doing that. Because, like, my thinking is um, if I was to, to do Facebook advertising as well, then I would come off the boil with the paid search. And the paid search, my, like, there's still stuff I'm, I'm learning constantly and still th- stuff I want to learn. So I'll keep doing that, right? Because I figure I want or need to be a 10 out of 10 guy in that channel. And if I was to try and be a 10 out of 10 guy in the Facebook channel, I maybe I'd become a 9 out of 10. 10 on AdWords and 9 out of 10 in Facebook. Pretty damn good. Yeah, but not a, I yeah. But yeah. W- when I go up against guys in the, the AdWords channel, I'll be going up against guys who are 10 out of 10, who are just focused on that. So that's what I do. I just stick with that. And something I learned is interesting. It's like, you know, the, they well, people or marketing consultants will say, right, who's your ideal client? Who's your customer avatar? Can you describe them? I've never been able to answer that. I was always like, what? How do I know? I just yeah, it just feels yeah. like I'm making that up. But now I'm getting better at doing it by just having lots of clients that come through and churn out and some that stick and then just looking at, well, why did they churn and why are they sticking? And just from all those lessons. So it's almost like the more that come through this revolving door of the front of my business, the more I learn about who my ideal client is from yeah. rather, rather yeah. navel gazing. It's like, oh, okay. Like, for instance, I... I think it ran quite well for a dentist somewhere in the US. Um, but then he kind of left. Well, he sold the business. So there you go. But I think Facebook was working better for him. Um, and it makes sense. Like Facebook w- could work really, really well. I know it does for some dentists because everybody's got teeth and it, we all really do need to go to the dentist. But, you know, we don't want to. So they can run ads and it's going to appeal to people, especially if you've got a good offer for your kids to go to the dentist, et cetera, et cetera. Can, I can imagine how that would work. So I came up with a new rule of my clients typically are ones where people are searching for them on Google and where Facebook doesn't work for them. You know, okay. So like a I locksmith, a locksmith or plumbers or HVAC, you know, you know, they're going to do an offer on like, we'll do repairs, you know, 20% off. Yeah, repairs. yeah. It's like, no, but I don't need a repair. So you're not going to look at it. Um, obviously they can do servicing and all sorts of stuff. So they can do stuff. So that's a criteria that I've, sort of come up with it's not hard and fast it's an observation i suppose that all the clients i have they're typically repairs or like legal kind of stuff where you know you're not going to look for a divorce lawyer or post that on facebook anyone <laughs> yeah yeah that makes or sense. something like that so that's just an observation or like hydraulic components you know that's not going to be a facebook thing that's a b2b yeah. type stuff so it's interesting that you're saying websites and social media management that I'm wondering, does that mean the kind of businesses you're speaking to, does that include the kind of ones that I 
have as clients. Like, so it's obviously running quite well for HVAC at the moment. Um, plumbers don't really have electricians on. Well, I suppose I could. It would work for all the trades, basically. Um, law, legal. I've got a few sort of e-commerce things. Is Are you talking to those kind of businesses, but they're thinking that social media is the way they should be going and they haven't even thought um, of AdWords? I mean, yeah, so those are definitely the businesses we're talking to. I think the real reason, again, I don't think it's necessarily because the business owner actually believes that it's viable or that it's smart or it's, that's what they should be doing. I think there's just a lot of noise surrounding it and they hear about it so much that they want to get to the bottom of the noise. Whereas right. I, I'm, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I would imagine that there was probably something similar back when AdWords kind of first started getting around, you yeah. know, in the beginning people said, Oh, AdWords, like you're ridiculous. I'm going to go advertise in the newspaper or get a television commercial. Like, what do you mean? I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And then slowly people started to go, oh, wow, this is really cost effective. You know, we can target it really well and it can work, um, you know, and then obviously everybody started doing it. everybody, you know, advertised on Google. So now it's more commonplace. I think Facebook is really like I said, I think there's just much more noise. People are hearing it. They're seeing it now. So now they're like, oh, OK, well, I haven't considered this. You know, I've thought about yeah. AdWords or I've thought about a website. Um, and I made my decision either way, whether that decision was right or wrong, you know, whatever, it's irrelevant. It's going to change every time. Um, but yeah, I think it's really just the fact that there's the noise that people, you know, they can't live with themselves if they don't check it out. You know, they have to, they have to ask, they have to make sure that they don't feel like they're, um, you know, being naive to something, I guess that's kind of the best way I would equate it. And, and I really do. I think that's what it comes down to is as a business owner, they don't want to feel like they're missing something because they didn't give it the chance. And yeah. usually that's where they're at when they're calling me and I've got to really show them, um, you know, Hey, this is the real viable service. And obviously it's a little bit easier for me being a younger kid. I think people put a little more stock in the younger crowd when it comes to social media, mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, we sort of grew up with it and it's a little more intuitive. Um, but yeah, that's definitely kind of where I find most of the people I'm talking to. Obviously you have your outliers. I mean, there are people that call me and say, Hey man, I'm ready to really put my pedal to the metal as far as social media goes. Um, you know, what can we do? And you know, that's obviously a different conversation, but. Mm, interesting. Okay. So, and from the forum, actually, I don't think you mentioned that in your marketplace that it was more, unless, correct me if I'm wrong. It's more about web designers, people building websites. Is that right? Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely focused it more. I mean, I, I said, you know, web design and digital marketers and obviously, you know, we, we really can, like I can, I can morph the pitch pretty well. I mean, really it's not about the pitch. It's about the problems. It's about yeah, exactly. what their problems are and if you can solve their problems and figuring out people's problems is the same, whether you're selling refrigerators or you're selling, you know, websites, you know, to an extent, you know, for the most part, like, um, you know, your, your, their problems are going to be similar um, and that's really what I find I'm very good at. I'm very good at just having normal, regular conversations with people and getting to the chase about their sticking points, you know, and I also find that, um, you know, something that I struggle with is selling from a point where there is no need. Um, you know, so the guy that's called me up and he says, you know, oh, hey, I, I've been told that I need a new website, but I've only, you know, I only have three customers. I do all my business with those three customers and I've been doing all my business with those three customers for the last 15 years. You know, I was like, well, huh, okay. You know, that, that really took me by surprise. I was like, well, if you're doing really well and you're fairly wealthy and this guy was, he was in contracting, you know, they were a commercial contractor. 
Um, and just, you know, what they did was very locked up. There was very few people in the state of Florida that did it. And he, he literally told me that, like he said, he's, there's three people that give him all his business and there's only two other competitors in the market alone. And none of them really have to compete with each other because the type of business it was, they all, um, you know, they're all just very locked in. And that was very difficult. You know, it was very, um, it was very, very difficult to kind of find an area where it made sense. You know, when somebody tells you, Hey, I'm making, you know, six figures and I do nothing and it's all easy. Why do I need a website? It's like, you know, well, maybe you really don't, you know, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Like if you're content where you are, you know, you really, you probably don't need one. Now, you know, if you want to, if you want to improve, if you want to be better, if you want to make more money and you want to get more work, then yeah, by far you need to, you need to improve. But if you're happy where you are and you're only calling me because, you know, your nephew said, Hey, grandpa, your, your website sucks. You know, that's very difficult. And that's obviously something I'm trying to work on is, is to better find those problems to better figure out, um, you know, what's going on. But I also think it, it's, it's definitely valuable to know when, um, you know, when to say no, you know, you're not just out here to just take tons of people's money and, and, you know, sail off into the sunset. You know, if somebody's actively making a bad decision to buy your service, I, I kind of feel like, you know, if you want to be regarded as an ethical, good businessman, um, you know, I, I sort of feel like you have a duty and a responsibility to kind of say, hey, you know, that's not what we do. And that's sort of how I always phrase it. I go, hey, look, this is how I feel. Now, if you take my my guidance and what I told you and you throw it out the window, then that's on you and, and you can do what you want. Obviously, you're, you're a businessman or woman, you're a grown person, you can do it. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's, uh, it's important to, to kind of make sure you, you separate yourself when that's the case. But yeah, absolutely. And then you, you're not coming across as needy either. Which uh, always helps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I suppose in, yeah, that, exactly right. in that situation, if a business like we've got three clients, because I've had three clients and thought I was doing great, and then they all dropped in one week. You know, two of them cancelled, and one halved. I was like, oh, <laughs> the whole point of me having three clients was to protect myself from it all happening all at once, and it did. So you know, there's the line, "Dig your well when you're not thirsty," kind of thing. It's like, yeah, okay, what yeah. happens if you lose one? Or and that this is interesting. It's not my lane building websites, selling websites. But I do know that a lot of businesses just want a website that looks good so that they feel proud of it so that when they give out a business card and somebody then checks them out or when they send an email and someone checks out the website, they're not embarrassed by it. There's partly that. Yeah. But like if that dude wasn't yeah, exactly. embarrassed, then so what? <laughs> you know, it could well be that he didn't care. The, the, I suppose a slight difference from what I do to what the likes of a web developer who might sell a you know, you might sell a website of three grand, five grand or more is I actually create, do create landing pages for people, but I don't charge a lot. And I actually position myself against those three grand websites. I say, well, you could spend three grand on a website and then find that nobody visits. And I say, or you could spend like three, four, 500 quid on a page and it look like this and then spend some money on ads, getting people to the page and trying to get them to ring you. And if it doesn't work out, then we know not to invest any more into it. If it does work out, then it's it's going to give you positive ROI in that month or maybe the month after, and then we'll keep it running. And the goal is to get positive yeah. ROI every single month. And then for me, providing the service to you is like, if it isn't giving you positive ROI, then you just cancel. And so that's yeah. for me, you know, for me to keep putting food on my table, I have to make it work for you. But and, and then I say sometimes it just doesn't work. So that's kind of my argument, and it's 
not my argument, my pitch, I suppose. And I go, I position myself against people, not against, but different contrast to people who are pitching, selling a website. I say, look, this isn't about getting a website. It's about getting you phone calls and sales. So I don't know, how would that fit in with what you normally, the businesses that you normally deal with? Um, I mean, obviously, it, it really depends. It comes down to just what people need. Um, you know, obviously, there's there's a large part of the market that I find wants to be very hands off, um, especially the, the successful companies. So cash heavy, uh, yep. if they have high cash flow, uh, construction is a really good one. Contracting, skilled trade like that, especially I live in Florida. So we have huge um, construction industries always, you know, they're always building no matter what. Um, and I find that those people they they're really hands off they they don't really care you can you could kind of sell them both you know what i mean if they basically they just want the result they know yeah. that they don't know it they're aware that they don't know it and they're just looking for a result if you can convince them that you can get that result they'll sort of buy kind of whatever and like you said obviously then it just really comes down to actually you know delivering that result um but then you know there are definitely other people who are more conscious they're um, a little, maybe, I don't want to say tighter with their money, but the way they view it and the way they spend it is differently, is differently, is different. And, uh, um, and, and yeah, it just kind of comes down to sort of the difference between what they're looking for and what they need. I think something that's, that's very strategic about what you offer is that it really allows people to kind of test, you know, yeah. it, they, like you said, you don't have to jump in full, full bore. Um, and I remember, you know, reading threads on the forum a lot about you saying that. And I always really thought it was really good is, you know, uh, you were talking about at one point just validating business ideas and how useful Google and um, AdWords can be to just see, you know, are people searching for this? You know, is this actually something um, that's being looked for? You know, maybe this is the the new wheel and that's, you know, fine and good if you're going down that road and you're trying to be the next you know, Facebook, but you know, there's also a lot to be said, like you said, for these people that are looking to get a side hustle and they're struggling, there's a lot to be said for providing and doing things that are not new, but are needed and are already being looked for. Um, and I think that's the real strategic advantage is that somebody can come on with you and with relatively low risk, um, you know, really kind of test the waters and see you know, not only, okay, A, is somebody wanting my service, but if they already know someone that wants their service, you know, who wants it, you know, who in my Tampa market of, you know, how many ever million people is actually buying what I'm giving. And I think that's something that's very hard to see in the short term with websites. That's a much longer term. It's not as trackable. Um, you know, you kind of have to make a little more assumption about, okay, well, you know, we went live with the website here and, you know, we, we correlated these two things. Whereas Google is very, like, like you said, you know, exactly how much you paid for the click, you know, exactly how many clicks came in. Like you can really hammer down. This is exactly how much I spent to acquire that customer. Um, and not to say there aren't ways to do that with websites as well, but, you know, obviously Google is much quicker, faster. It's there. And, um, I, I think there's, you know, a lot of value for that for, for the right people, obviously. Yeah. And in fact, actually, I never offered it as a service. It's just bundled into what I do. I'll say the first month or two or the first little while is give us a budget up to $1,000 spend potentially, or maybe it's 500 Uh It's not a target. We're not trying to spend that, but, you know, just have that set aside. And then our fee, and I don't make it a very high fee, and what we'll do is we'll use whatever's the best page on your website and we'll load all those words that you think people are searching for that that you offer, like 
um, I don't know, you're an engineering firm and you do chemical engineering, you do you know civil engineering, you do this, you do that, you do all those words, chemical engineers, civil engineers, and then all the towns and locations and cities and states or whatever that you cover. We'll just load them all up and we won't create any new pages. We'll just send them to your homepage, which is like a big no-no. Everyone's like, oh no, not to the homepage because it won't convert. And it's like, we're not trying to convert. We're just trying to see what everybody's looking for. Yeah, just see the data. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're not even trying to get clicks. I call it counting impressions. We're just going to count how often the ads show and that will indicate how often people are searching. And then with that data, oh, okay. with that data, like, it might, might be on a whiff of spend. It might be like 20 quid. It might be 100 or a couple of hundred or whatever. Then we could pause the campaigns and then look at the data and go, right, everyone's looking for that and not that thing that you really hoped. Like the, that story I had of the electrician where he was hoping that in Dublin there'll be a load of people looking for smoke detector installers in Dublin because it's landlords and they need it for legal reasons. And blah. 12 impressions, mate, in the month, forget it. <laughs> but 5,000 yeah, yeah. 5, impressions, 5,000 times out of the 10,000 times your ad showed you had to do washing machine repairs, cooker repairs and oven repairs. So forget those things that you're trying to push in the market, that's what the market's looking for. And yeah, we didn't, yeah. it didn't cost a lot of money to get that data. And actually, he got enough work to cover the spend anyway. So literally got a couple of clients who are coming on board and it's like, right, well, we do office fit outs and it's glass partitioning and like people looking for office fit out contractors and office fit outs companies. Like, right, done, load them all up. What cover, areas to cover? London and this, <laughs> this location and that location, done, loaded. And they're getting leads. And we're getting data to tell them, oh, look, I think you're probably, we probably need to create a dedicated page for that because you don't have one at the minute, but a load of people are looking for it and we're sending them to the home page. So then they get a business case that justify creating a page. And I'm finding this a very easy sell when I talk to business owners. They're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, because yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're savvy, aren't they? They're street smart. They're a business owner. So they don't want to spend yeah. a load of money up front. And then when I say, look, we'll, we'll, We'll just use whatever you've got currently. No ad, no building websites. Oh, great. Just load this. How much do I have to spend? Keep it really low. We'll count impressions. What does that mean? I don't even say that, but blah, blah, blah. Huh. There we go. Yeah. And, and yeah, so that's interesting. So I, I did say in the um, my reply to your thing that we could be a good fit. <laughs> Let's have a chat because maybe we're not actually, <laughs> but I could probably help a lot of the businesses that you speak to but maybe they're not looking for the kind of help that i'm i do like if they're off they're definitely set on social media it's like no, that's not me but if some of them come through obviously and they're looking for adwords so like people talk to me because they're looking for adwords because i've ended up positioning myself as an adwords guy or the adwords guy in the forum or whatever that, that's got its problems because it's a bit too broad, I suppose. So people are coming through with all sorts of verticals that are just random. And me with my shiny object syndrome, I love having to go at all these different ones when I should stick to the verticals that I know, already know work. But there you go. 